Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. I'm going to take a quick moment to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Hover. Actually, they've been sponsoring us for quite some time. It's domain management and made simple. It's literally the easiest and quickest way to buy a domain name. You can do it under five, under five minutes. You can do it in under five minutes. Um, it's honest. And they never try to upsell you at checkout. And they have a no-hold phone policy. So if you are on the phone with someone, they're not going to say, please hold. They don't do that. They're going to talk to you, and they're going to work it out with you. So if you, if you want a .com, a .net, um, go to hover.com. And at checkout for 10% off, use code word, passcode, code word, uh, passcode, <laughs> happy, H-A-P-P-Y, as in happy hour with Zane and Dunn. Now, on to our show. It's happy hour with Zane and Dunn. I'm Zane Lamprey sitting here in the studio with Dan Dunn. Yeah. And I believe... What is we're, this? We're, Big we, Mouth's Toys Ultimate Wine Bottle Glass. You can buy this? What is this? Right, so you can get... So at drinkingmadeeasy.com, you can get, like, gifts... And then you can also click, go click on the store, and the store will bring you to the place where you get the 50% discount. Oh. Yeah. All right, so this is our last show. Is this our last show of the year? This is it. What's happening? We're taking vacation. Man. We, we've go? earned it. We're not taking a year off. We'll just see you next year. Yeah. So, so I'll see you in like a week. You will. <laughs> okay. You All right. By the way, let me cheers you to the holidays. Let me cheers okay. you. Here we go. Cheers. We're drinking wine. We are drinking. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened okay. to us, by the way. Free Flow Wines gave us a keg of wine. Yeah, and and this isn't like this isn't a commercial happening right <laughs> no. now. This is a, we, so we did our commercials. We fulfilled our obligation to do our reads before the show, and we talked about me opening a restaurant, but which is which is just for a script. Yeah. But um, the the amazing thing is, uh, Free Flow Wines brought us a keg. Jordan, I wasn't Baller. here. I wasn't here. Baller. You weren't. I wasn't here. He came into the show with you and Trefethen. Trefethen. Now, okay. Now they have they keg. They're up in Napa. They keg for 150 wineries. Yeah, up there. That's a lot of wineries. A lot of wineries. Sorry, sorry burp aside. And then they um, and they keg it. And when you keg it like this, and you seal it off, and you pressurize it with argon, it we will be drinking this keg into 2014. That's, I think we should get a picture of me right now with this. That's and the future. You, and we're going to post this on the All website. Right, hand me my Zane's going to take this. Hand me my phone. And, and the amazing thing about this. Now, I want to point out, just not, Dan, I think maybe you didn't hear the podcast that they were on. This is not available for public consumption. No. You can't, you can't, no, lift it up. If you can't lift that keg, I will f- come over there and beat your ass. Put the, put the wine down. It's okay. I'll get in the foreground. 26 bottles of wine, and they brought that in. They shipped that here, and then he brought, personally delivered, the pump, apparatus, and the argon. It's ridiculous. Why isn't it available for uh, residential? I'm having a Christmas party for friends and friends and family, and I'm— When when, when's that? Oh. Is that awkward? No, I have no. I, I haven't. I haven't convinced Mel that it's a good idea yet. We haven't sent out the invites yet. Right. Christmas is in four days. Okay. Well, but we're recording this before that. All right. Let's yeah. let, let it let it be known. Um, I'm going to have this at the party. Good luck, friends of Zane, a hundred people or whatever it is, drinking twenty six bottles of wine. Do you have a spare bedroom? Because if yeah. I'm coming over to the party, I'm going to be staying. I know. There and, I know. That's why. That's why. Zane Lamprey Mansion. That's your place why, is in Bel Air, right? Right in, the, right in the middle of Bel Air. It is. It's on the corner of. It's yes. It's it is. It is Bel Air. It's Liver, at the top of the hill. Merv Griffin's place was across the street. Merv Griffin there. used to be. Is Merv dead? Merv passed away. Oh no! From smoking, I think. Smoking. Um, I did a show with Merv Griffin. No, you didn't. You did not. Did you? No, know you that? told you told me this. Yeah. And yeah. there's a there's a whole history there, isn't there? There is. Um, I was okay. Didn't so, you date Merv Griffin's daughter or something? No, Larry David's. Oh, that's right. No, not her. No, not his daughter. His daughter's probably like fourteen his right now. Niece. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, but to clarify, okay. Um, the uh, yeah. So so I did a I did a show called Insane. If you go online, you can find Zane. You can type in Zane Lamprey breakup, and you find a hidden camera thing that I shot. The one I like better is Bag and Groceries. You want to play that? I'll play that right now, Bag and oh, Groceries. No. But you, your internet connection doesn't work. I'm going to do it right now with my, with my phone. Um, and so I did this show um, with my own money. I, I, I had a, a, a vehicle. It was paid off, and I sold it. And I sold it for $28,000. Okay. And I, uh, it was a Defender 90. It's a sick car. 
Do you know that car? No. Uh, you you bring that up, and I'll bring up the. Uh, let's see, Zane. I see it right here. Zane Lamprey, the breakup. Yeah, I got. Is it. Is your internet connection working? Let's see. Well, I'm, this is more fun. I'm uh, uh, bagging. So it's me breaking up with my buddy Neil, and Neil. It's a joke. It's a, but it, but it's hidden camera, and it's to see if we can what kind of a reaction we get from the people around us. So go, go and Google that. You know, we'll put it, we'll put it on the website. And here's uh, Zane Lamprey bagging groceries. And I went into this um, this uh, Cuban. It was like called El Cubano. It was a like a. And I was bagging groceries okay. for for people. Oh, this is the connection is not going to work. Anyway, so I was like eating people's food and I was doing all this stuff. Since then, I've seen it on other shows. I'm not saying that it came from me, but where are we, where are we going with this? Why are we talking about this right now? <laughs> what happened? What we happened? Got, we got lost. Um, so, uh, no, seriously, what, was, what were we talking about? The wine, my party? Yeah. The, you're not even looking at me. You're online. I'm what are looking you? at Zane Lamprey bagging groceries. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, but you... It looks very funny. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you bring this up on, on your own time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What were we talking about? I don't know. Allie! What were you talking about? <laughs> you come on! You're like right. You gotta be writing stuff down. What were you talking about? You don't know. Well, last I heard was a shopping cart. We were talking about shopping mm. carts. <laughs> on drinkingmediacy.com. She's, she's playing solitaire. <laughs> okay, yeah, shopping cart. People don't do that. People used to play solitaire on the computers when that's all the computer could do. Now they do like you know. She's like building a sim. She's on like Clash of the Clans, <laughs> building her own village. Well, that's it. She has the biggest monitor. What? How big is that monitor? That I'm is... actually looking up information about Rudolph. Wow. Oh, oh, you, are you on your quiz thing? I'm working on a quiz. Okay, all right, you, you, you focus on that. Oh. Wait, this is our last show. And by the way, let, you know, we got Lucas Neff coming up a little bit. You're going to be talking to him. Merv Griffin. That's why Merv we went Merv Griffin's back. on the show? No. So, oh. <laughs> I don't think so. So uh, I shot this. I sold my car, made this show called... In, you know what's funny? Most people listening are like, dude! They're like yelling at, the, at, the, at their... Yeah. Radio, whatever it is, and saying where I was because they were actually paying attention. We're not actually yes. paying attention to ourselves because you have a computer. But close your computer. No, oh, I, I, this is where I get my research. Okay. And so I did the show called Insane. Yes. And I, as, I shot it and, and produced it and, and with another company and whatever. And then as soon as we were ready, Jamie Kennedy came out with the Jamie Kennedy experiment. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. And Jackass was around and some people were like, yeah, this has kind of already been done, whatever. I'm like, okay, great. So I, I sent it around town. And I think I said... I think I wasn't actually repped by like Endeavor at the time, but I'm like, like Ari Emanuel at Endeavor said that you'd enjoy this, or somebody like that. It wasn't Ari, but it was somebody like, oh, so and so, yeah, big, a big muckety muck, yeah, yeah, big muckety muck said you'd enjoy this, or thought you'd enjoy this, or whatever, and sent it around town. So that got people to open it up and, and and look at it, and so I sent it to Merv Griffin, and uh, and so to and so to Merv Griffin Productions, Productions right, yes. and they liked it. And they brought me in, said they wanted to develop a show, not that, but another show where I would go around to different festivals and, like, explore different festivals. Now, Merv it was a very learned man. He, he, uh, he, he was really big on crossword puzzles. And so as far as trivia was concerned, if you could solve a crossword puzzle, you could answer any trivia question in the world, which is why he created Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. And He created those shows. He created those shows. Yeah. Made about a billion dollars. And Had to be. On those shows. Because yeah. they're both on. Sold them to Coca-Cola and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so um, at one point, he was the most, the wealthiest entertainer in the world. So I sent it to him, uh, and they brought me into the Beverly Hilton Hotel, which is where their office he, was. Yeah, that's where the, I, I've been there. He owned it, lived in the penthouse. There was a tall, I'm, I'm going to get, there was, a, was there a tall, dark-haired guy that was running his production company at the time named Bob, I think his name was Bob. Yeah. Something. yeah. Oh, Bob was, Bob ran everything. Bob ran it. Yeah. yeah. I met with him as well. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. And so I met with Scott Manville. Okay. Manville, the man, the village man filled, filled, filled with men. You know what that translates to? Manville, man of the village, Mantown. Manville. Anyway, so uh, so then we did a show called Festered, and he wanted to call it because he was so learned. Uh, American orgies, because an orgy is a group of people uh, that um, are together celebrating a like. Exper- like, like a like experience like like a like similar experience people that gather in groups to do the same thing yes. so that so festivals essentially are orgies but but they've been bastardized by by s- sex yeah sex anyway so i so i did a show with him and we went to uh the testicle festival in clinton montana on his plane he didn't go he said <laughs> wait, wait, wait back up the what festival testicle festival what it, happens what, at the testicle festival? they have bull balls that are this big I'm sorry, uh, what is this size? 
That's like the size of a, uh, a squ- like a like a like a, a giant a French roll. Like a yeah, like a squ- it is a French roll. Yeah, yeah or a squished to- softball. I was going to say, yeah. and um, they fry up bull balls, and it's a reason for the, all these people just to come and get drunk and hang out. And there's like and they eat seas them. of campers. 100,000 people, I don't know, 10,000, 15, I don't know, massive amounts of trailers and parties. And it's all, it's basically a biker rally because it's in Clinton, Montana. And so we went there and we were shooting and we shot during the day. And then. Now, wait, let me ask you this. When you're shooting at places like that, yeah, where you're not exactly dealing with, you know, this isn't a crowd in Brooklyn or something. I mean, these are, these are badasses, right? So some of these people are wild badasses, maybe have a bit of a lawless nature. To I them. quickly became, nervous at I all? Quick, no, because I was drinking, but I quickly became friends with a guy who was about seven feet tall. Okay. And it's good to have a guy. Like it that, was. So. And, and, and that's, you know, they always say you make friends with the biggest guy in the room, but no, I, I, I'm, I don't, I don't really, I'm not like a jackass guy. I don't push, I don't push it. I have fun with people and they, they laugh while they're with me. They don't, you don't laugh at them afterwards. You know what I mean? Even yeah. in, in three sheets or this kind of, like people, they know where the jokes are. They want to be You dry. know, honestly, I appreciate that better because I, I, I do, you see so much of that now on TV where, yeah. where it's like, let's make fun of people. Yeah, I just, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. And I had to do that one time when I did an MTV show called Damage Control. And I just, I didn't like it. It was a little bit, too, it was too much subterfuge. I didn't like going in and, and, lie, and just lie, 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 lie. And just yeah. lie, lies become lies and whatever. So, so um, we did the show, and at the end, yeah, we were flying home from Clinton, Montana, in, in his jet. Me, Tony, his son, who was producing it, and then the camp, two camera guys and like a like sound Merv guy. have a nice jet. Challenger. Citation. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice jet. Yeah. It was a jet. And um, I sat in his seat. He has his, like, he has his, um, in his pet, he had um, crossword puzzle pens that he used. He had to have those crossword that he and, and you couldn't touch them. They're sitting like in a nice little stack. Merv's pens. Yeah. And um, and then all of a sudden there was a like that from the cockpit. We're like, what the? What was that? And then Tony goes up to the pilot. He's like, what's going on? And they go, I don't. We don't know. Sit down. Buckle in. So Tony buckles in. Instead of being like, guys, it's going to be all right. He's like, I don't know what's going on. He calls his wife. I love you. I love the children. All this kind of stuff. And like one of the guys, Doug, <laughs> was a camera guy. He was end up being the head camera guy on Dirty Jobs, and he was literally his face was green. His face turned green. Was, was the plane doing anything weird? It was just the noise. Um, the uh, a plane, uh, uh, the, the windshield in like a plane of this kind has two windshields. It has one outer one, uh, and then it has a central center like air pocket sure. for uh, for as a heating element. They heat that to get the ice off, and then the inside windshield. So the outside one has had cracked. And they did an emergency landing in Burbank, and they got each one of us a taxi. I don't know why. There was like six taxis waiting for us to go back to um, Santa Monica Airport we took off from. But it was like – it was kind of scary, but like I didn't – I wasn't really – I wasn't really concerned too So much. once that outer windshield goes, you're one You're bird, one shield away. You're one bird flying into your windshield away sure, from sure. you're going down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if the windshield breaks, they can't fly the plane, right? Or can no, they? I don't th- – I, I don't think that ha- – I think they can. Really? Yeah. I, th- I don't really. It's gonna I mean, be a lot of bugs in your teeth, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. If there's a lot of bugs up at like. Wait, if, 20, if the 000. windshield broke, yeah, wouldn't all of that? Because there's no outlet for the air. Right. When the air comes rushing into the front, where's it going to go? That, nowhere. So it probably wouldn't come in rushing as much as you think that it would. It would you wouldn't have that vortex in there. I wouldn't don't that think. first jolt of air that would that comes in possibly flip the plane or do something That's to fine. it? Fine. Then they ride it. They fix it. Huh. What was what happened to the golfer? Remember the golfer, right? Um, Payne Stewart. Payne Stewart. The what guy, happened? He to wore their, the little pants. What happened to their plane? That was a their theory. plane. Um, something similar happened, and um, it froze so it let the air in, and the air was so cold they all froze so quickly that is that is that what it was? Yeah. I thought maybe something. And the autopilot continued until it ran out of fuel. And that that was the crazy part. Oh, here it is. Here it is. His death. It said that. Um, the pilots. Is it D A D A T A? The pilots did not respond. Later concluded the plane suffered a loss of cabin pressure. Right. And all on board died of hypoxia. Um, a delay of only a few seconds in donning the oxygen mask could have been enough to result in the pilot's incapacitation. Yeah. But you're right. That plane kept going because I remember wasn't there that period where they had they dispatched some F-14s yeah, sure. next they're, to it because following, it, yeah. if it was going to go over a highly populated area, they were going to shoot it down. Yeah, yeah. 
That's fun. This is how I don't know how we got in this, but no, anyway. This so great. so yeah. we were so we were fine as most people are, and uh, came out with the pilot, and then Merv watched it, and he goes, Zane, why were you so? Edgy. <laughs> he just he didn't like it. We never went and pitched it. Really? So I took that same. So I took the pilot that we shot, and I sent and I combined that with the insane and made it look like it was a show. Five minutes of the best stuff of, of all those things. We went to the testicle festival. We went to the dude parade in Pasadena, and then we went to um, the lobster fest in, in San Pedro. Okay. And. Uh, he didn't like that. I was a little too edgy. Anyway, so so I took those and put them into real, and I sent it around town. And I said I sent it to everybody. I mean, like three hundred and fifty tapes. I think I said this is back when VHS. Sent it around town, and I said Merv Griffin thought you didn't enjoy this. So that's what I said. And so people watched it. And from that, I got other things and stuff like that. And this one guy called me. This agent called me. I didn't call him back. Called me. Didn't call him back because I was like, Why didn't I, call I, him back? I was out of town. I didn't know. I didn't know that he was calling. And I finally, he finally gets me, and he's like, who do you think you are sending out this from Merv Griffin? I know Merv Griffin. He doesn't know who you are. And I talk to people at his production company. He doesn't know who you are. I'm like, uh, who are you? And he's like, some agent. I wish I knew his name. I'd call him out. I'll find it out at some point. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, I did this pilot with, I did, I did this show with, with um, we didn't do a pilot together. We did a show. That sounds a little yeah. creepy. Now that I was talking about pilots, things, it, sounds, sure. it sounds like I did them. But we, I'm like, yeah, we did the show together. And, I'm good at yeah, yeah. hard it is for me to refrain. And, and, and you think I could be working on a show someplace for three months and have people in the office not know who I am as loud as as loud as I am and gregarious and charismatic as I am? Yeah. You don't think I could get a, anyway? So so the guy was just being like just a complete queen about it, and he was like going off on me, and I just said fuck you and I hung up on him. I wish I knew who he was. Can you put the quiz music on for a second? I'm gonna, qu- I'm gonna yeah. quiz you. And then, Al, you got my quiz. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Go ahead. Zane Lamprey. Merv Griffin. When, name the year, what? name the year Merv Griffin died. Thank you. Um, 2008. That is incorrect. Within, within a year. 2007. Oh, that's fine. Next question. He was in stasis. Next question. I'd like we do spontaneous quiz. Okay. Next question. Merv Griffin was sued unsuccessfully by the host of what show? I don't know. Uh, he alleged, this man alleged sexual harassment against Merv Griffin. Uh, Fester. American Orgies. Nope. Okay. I don't know. Danny Terrio. Dance oh, fever. Oh yeah, I did hear that. Dance fever. Uh, I got another one. What did Merv Griffin die of? Lung cancer. No, prostate cancer. Prostate cancer. Okay. Yeah. Finally, what was Merv Griffin's biggest hit song? He was a singer back in the day. Uh, coconuts. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Because <laughs> I didn't know it. I was in there and I didn't know it. They're like, you don't know. And Tony's like, you don't know, you don't know my dad's song? And they played it for me. Coconuts, man. It's amazing. Uh, so what are you going to do for Christmas, man? What are you going to do for I the big gonna, break? you got a long break. I'm going to probably need to fuck up an eggnog. But don't think that just because your quiz is over, mine is because your quiz is just beginning. Now you have five seconds. No, you have one guess and five seconds to each, answer each one of these. And Dan, you may take a bottle of whatever you'd like from the bar. All right, I'm going to do this. Here we go. What was Rudolph's father's name? Rudolph's father's name. What was Rudolph's father's name? Rudolph Sr. That is wrong. You know, I sound like, um, what's his name, the actor in uh, Matrix? Mr. Anderson. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. What Uh, was the name? uh, Donner. Donner. Donner fucked Blitzen. Uh, What was the name of the young doe that told Rudolph that he was cute? Oh. Can I have a first letter? Uh, she would like it with fava beans. Chianti. Clarice. Damn it. What sort of liquid refreshment is dispensed to children during their trip to the Polar Express? Jameson. Come on. Uh, They're children for the love of goodness. Uh, eggnog. Hot chocolate. In the Polar Express, what animal gets in the way of the train on its journey to the North Pole? A oh, squirrel. I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh. Oh. Go ahead. Squirrel. 
It is wrong. It is a caribou. Are you trying to just get nothing right? No, I never saw You didn't want anything from my bar? Sing the answer. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Jingle Bells. <laughs> the answer is 11 Pipers Piping. Sing this answer, Mr. Dan Dunn. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. One foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say... Danny Terrio wasn't gay! (laughs) Rudolph, with your nose so bright... Won't you fly my sleigh? It's guide my sleigh. You got nothing right! Damn it! Dan, hey, we are going to go to our guest right now. Wait, no, no, I got a, nope. I got a Christmas nope. gift for you. No, I got a Christmas oh, oh, gift oh, for you oh, for, oh. for our audience. Oh. One of the most famous bartenders, maybe the most famous bartender in the world. Simon Ford. Dale DeGroff. The great, Sam, Sam Malone. The, well, him, yes. Okay. But the, the great Dale DeGroff, we know Dale well. Yeah, we know Dale well. And Dale uh, sent me. Dale his, made me a martini. Got me. Dale sent me this recipe, and we're going to put this up on the website. But Is it for martini? And it's no, just, it's vodka. Uncle Angelo's eggnog. Uh, yeah. You have my full attention, sir. So uh, we're going to put this on zanedun.com. Go okay. to zanedun.com. Z a n e d u n n. You're going to do it. The, the easy thing. I'm going to tell you. It's very easy to do. Talk this. To me. Six eggs, quarter milk, pint of cream, nutmeg, sugar, bourbon. Six ounces of bourbon. What, what bourbon would you go with for this? Probably yeah, yeah, Tennessee bourbon. Okay. Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky bourbon yeah. Yeah. Maybe like Sorry. bullet. Maybe bullet. We like bullet. We'd use bullet. Yeah. Bullet, bullet, go ahead. And, and ten, six but wait, ounces. Wait, hold on, hold on. Bullet, you may send us a case of bullet. Okay, okay go yeah. ahead. Six ounces of your favorite medium bodied rum. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Would you go with that? Would you go with there? Monkey rum. Monkey rum. Yeah. yeah. Medium. That by that? It's, it's pretty medium bodied yeah, as far true. as the body is okay. concerned. It's medium. And that's it. I'm going to have the right, beat, beat the eggs, blah, blah, blah. You're gonna, it's going to make a I, – I do this every year. I do this every year. I do this <laughs> he big, said beat the eggs. Big bowl of, of eggnog from Dale DeGroff. Go to zanedunn.com, and we'll have it on the uh, thing there. The more you know. The more you know. Uh, let's go to our guest right now in the studio. Everybody's got a funny like Steve. We uh, – it's, it's – I don't. When is when is this airing, Allie? This is going to be Thursday. Thursday the. This Thursday would this be the nineteenth. Nineteenth. So okay. So oh, that's okay. Good. So the, the problem is right now is that the the Hollywood entertainment industry um, pretty much shuts down. Yeah, Christmas is not a, a rush for them. Christmas is supposed to be a day. No, it's a month, right? Apparently, it's a month. According to my wife, it's a month. It goes from hi. What is she? Why? Oh, she loves Christmas. Well, that, that's fine. I love Christmas too, but I still am in semi work mode. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> am I the epitome? I'm, I kind of am right now. Because I'm gonna work that, on Christmas, though, aren't you? I, I, I work every day. You'll probably do something on Christmas. I definitely work every day. <laughs> but um, and what, Steve? Jerking every day. Well, Steve. Wait, Steve's here? Yeah. Can you turn up a little bit? It was loud before, and now it's... Steve, how are you? Hey, how are we doing? You can go up a little more, yeah. All right, so... Um, Hi, Steve. So our, our, our hey, get, buddy. The point... Ho, ho, ho. Oh, Jesus. So the, so the point <laughs> I was making is um, is that uh, the... Like, like getting... Booking guests... I don't... like why, why can't I book an actor on this show... They're gone. Well, that no, but they're not gone. They're just not working. Oh. So come in here because you're not working. Well, then what happened? We just couldn't. We they're didn't. They're out of town. No, they're not out of town. Is Steve? it Allie's fault? It's Dude, they're <laughs> laying on a beach somewhere. It was mine. It was mine. I'm like, you know, I'll I'll, I'll find a guest. And then I was like, man, I'll every celebrity is. Is that why we're being punished with Steve McKenna? No, we're not being punished by, but with Steve, we're being graced by his presence. Can I share a text I got from him yeah, randomly? Yeah, the other sure. Day? I'll share the same one. Uh, I'll share, I'll share one. Let's different see. One. It's been about a week now. Okay. Uh, two weeks ago, around Thanksgiving, I, I text him to get his address because I wanted to send him a Christmas card. Wow. I was being nice. That's you know? nice. I should just forget about him, but I don't. So he gives me his address. A week goes by. We don't talk. And then out of the blue, I get a text from Steve, and it reads, Dick. That's it. Just Dick. Yeah, Dick. Did you receive hey, his? Dick. Did you receive his Christmas card? No, I didn't send him Christmas card. No, Christmas did you? Card. Oh my God! Ear. Now your ear is bearded. 
Douchey. Uh, it, did you receive his Christmas card? I don't think so. He doesn't. He can't get the mail. His wife doesn't trust <laughs> him with that. Holy smokes! Um, I got a great one. So, right. as you know, and people, many listeners know, um, one of our very good friends, Donnie DeCastro, is one of the owners of D. Tavern at the Park in Chicago. Oh, Fantastic place. Great mixology. Great food. Um, and Steve sends me this text on Sunday. Oh, it must be good. It must S- be really Sunday good. at ten a.m., ten fifty a.m. our time. So seven fifty a.m. Uh, oh, no, that's right. Yeah, 10.50 a.m. Uh, our time. So he said in the afternoon. Uh, he says, uh, and, and by the way, last time we, were, we saw Donnie would have been for, um, oh, for the, the Chug Party. Okay. In yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago Chug. Um, which was like, Septem- like September 28th, like right around yeah. there. Um, so, he, so Steve says, did you hear about the gift I sent Donnie after our last trip to Chicago? I say, no, what was it? And I don't know why. Is this where we are in, in these days? Like, we don't even call each other. We just text? Yeah. Uh, no, what was it, I say? Uh, Steve's re- you response. You don't my calls. Steve's response. No, I wouldn't pick your phone call. Uh, large black dildo delivered to the restaurant. <laughs> Haven't heard a lot. Hope he wasn't too offended. And I said, awesome. Awesome. When did you send it? A couple of weeks after we were there. He was like, it was large, <laughs> large black, and it had a handle. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fucking awesome. All right, so then, so then I said, so then I got uh, me and Steve uh, and Donnie on a text message, and I'm trying, trying to find it. And <laughs> so I was like, well, I, I mean, let me just loop in Donnie and see what happened. Right, why, can't, why can't I find it? Um, come on, man. Let's see. I, this texting—it's got to be an easier way to find. Here, oh, here we go. Um, so I said, uh, um, where was it? Oh, Donnie, it has come to my attention that Steve sent you a thank you present after our visit there two months ago. He thinks he may have pissed you off because it was adult-themed and sent to the restaurant. No response. Then Steve goes on, like, the Walking Dead app. Did you? He, I'm what? sure he sent it to you. There's a Walking Dead app, and you can turn yourself into a zombie. Oh, that's amazing! So he sent. So Steve sent. sent no, that. he doesn't send me the good stuff. And then it says, "Cheers." He's trying to like butter up. Yeah. And that nothing, no response. <laughs> nothing. So, so nothing. that was Sunday. Then yesterday, um, I sent out to all of us. I said, uh, "I was Mel was on it too." So Mel and Donnie and Steve. Uh, Steve seems like you really ticked off Donnie. Way to go! You should have actually sent him something thought- thoughtful. Instead of, an, instead of an inappropriate and tasteless, tasteless gag gift to his business. Uh, best think of a redemption gift. And then what's Steve's response? Smaller dildo? <laughs> maybe, maybe a nice thing of lube? Like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, wow. He goes, not funny? Too soon? And then Mel chimes in and says, maybe you guys should just stop. You, you may have lost a friend already. And Steve goes, geez, I guess so. Sorry, guys. Bad taste on my part. And then at 4 o'clock... Hey everybody! Just got back from Mexico. Don, it's friend Donnie. He didn't have his he didn't have his phone on him. Sends us a picture of what the I don't even know if I want to say what's in it. This is Donnie the on the hell? beach. Is this an old is, is this an old picture? Of Donnie? It, must an old, it must be an old. It must yeah. be old. Yeah. That's he, when no, he was it's like true. swimming with dolphins and stuff. Yeah, and he's on the beach in a Corona apron with nothing on underneath. Can we talk about Donnie? Next system. Did he tell us that he used to train dolphins or something? Yeah. He's a freaking renaissance man. <laughs> I guess so. Why doesn't that guy have a podcast? He should have a podcast. He should. Um, so if you are in, um, in Chicago, stop by uh, Tavern of the Park, please, and express. you you, you got to stop by. And ask if you can see the dildo. If you're in Chicago, stop by Tavern of the Park, and you need to let Donnie know that I, I had no play in, in sending that dildo. And then, and, and I wanted to express that, and now I'm, I think because here's the thing: like Donnie, he hooked us up. He we yeah. he, he gave us dinner uh, and 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 drinks. We hung out with him for a few hours. You know, he's like he's a really good friend of mine. But like, but you know, and he, but and then Steve could have sent something I was nice. To do something funny. Yeah, I can just funny. take Steve's side for a second. Yeah, and I shouldn't do this. Donnie's got an amazing sense of humor. Yeah, so. It's like borderline. Like you could, it's well, part of the business. Is so kind of then, an issue. so then, who's the jerk at this point? Is it Donnie? Because Donnie never got back and said, "Hey, hey, I got the present, Steve." And then, you know, Donnie usually has no, really he funny. He did get back. What? He did get back. He did get back to me. What did he say? 
He said, I mean, it, it seemed like I forget exactly what he said. I mean, because I had my my intern go and. Whoa, stop it. it. Stop it, Steve. <laughs> God, you do not have an intern, man. An intern is is like somebody who's in college that gets a college credit for working. Yeah. You, you have that's, no, that's, you have a little. You no, you do not have an intern. You do not have an intern. You are not organized. No, you are not organized enough to be getting someone college credit for whatever it is that they're doing for you. She's getting college credit. I'm telling you, she's what college? An intern. She, what college? She just graduated. What Did college? VCU. VCU. I don't know what that is. VCU. Virginia Commonwealth University. Sounds that like sounds you. illegitimate. <laughs> anyway. Steve, wait, hold on. I, I want to go back. But wait, you, she went and bought it? You made her buy it? She volunteered. She said she had to go anyway. Okay. So, so Steve, <laughs> she really is getting college credit. There's no yeah. – okay. Then, then how did you find her? There's no way that you went and talked to the college and said, I need an intern. No. I, uh, someone yeah. referred – I asked someone. I told them I needed a, an intern, and they were like, okay. An, Boom, seven an one, intern? Like what do you need yeah. an intern for, dude? What do you... What do you... Dude, you you got to have an intern these days. You don't have an intern? I don't have... Not, at the moment, I do not have an intern. But we have well, had interns. Well, we have interns <laughs> that were in film school, and they were helping us on Drinking Made Easy, doing, like, the closed captioning and, and some of the, like, the editing. And, and, like, we made sure that we... That when they left here, they had an idea of how a production company is run, and, and like made sure we, we we gave them some sort of real life education. And you're making your right. your quote intern go out and pick up dongs, dildos for you. <laughs> how much this did this real life experience? How much did this prank cost you? I don't even know. You don't know. I don't even think I paid her for the dildo. <laughs> that's <laughs> she just ah, that's classic. It. That makes sense. That's classic. Uh, we have a few uh, <laughs> presents that we got. Let, let's talk about these. Can you open? Can you hand me that thing on the desk, Josh? And then oh, this one's been killing me. That, yeah. And then and then and then there's also that beer from Michael's Genuine. And what is that? A holster? A beer holster? And yeah. then and then we got and then we got oh oh you, we ha- we each have one. And then and then what and then what else is there? There's a ton of stuff. Yeah, get, fine. Bring that over. What's that? Who's your mama? Okay, who's your mama? And then what's that bottle? Oh, that's the Newcastle. The Newcastle uh, cabbie. Okay, and that comes with the taxi. With a little car. Okay. Says. And then, um, and then, uh, more that, and then cobalt, that, that, that shaker, that cobalt shaker, cobalt shaker. And then what's that scotch? Is that us? We talked about the scotch. Oh, we did talk about it? A little bit. It's All right. Missing. So the, the cobalt, this is kind of cool. This cobalt the scotch is, is, is missing, by the way. There's nothing in here. Oh, that's Dan Dunn's. Um, so the cobalt is like, it's just a regular shaker, but it has this like insert that's shaped like a, like a starburst, you know? Yeah. Like, and then you put it in there, and I guess it helps, like, break the ice up more? Yeah, the thing's sharp. Casey Come. might have stabbed his finger on it, <laughs> <laughs> opening the box. Okay, all right. Um, and then we have uh, Who's Your Mama? Uh, Bloody Mary Maker. We had this when we were in, in uh, Indianapolis, which is where they're from, Hoosier State. And um, what's that big place that has the shrimp cocktail? More- St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. And they, um, and they make their Bloody Mary's. Like a shrimp, like it has a shrimp on the edge, right? And oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they use Who's Your Mama, and it's, it's, it's very good. Who's Your Mama just got named one of the like biggest or best small businesses in Indianapolis. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But they sent us that. I talked to them the other day. They wanted a, a cut of the, the segment, so I sent it to them, and they, I said, you have to send us some free stuff. So they sent us that. Oh, that's the stuff. Yeah. Well done. I want to get Dan to drink it since he hates Bloody Marys. Dan Dunn. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. That's, that's Does a- he hate him, and he's never had one? I feel like it's uh, both. Really? Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. Drinking don't know. as much as he does. Um, Michael's Genuine, um, which uh, this is made in Gadsden, Alabama. But uh, Michael's Genuine is uh, there's a restaurant in Miami. I've also been to the one in Caymans, and they are they're friends, and uh, and they sent us some home. It's called Homebrew, but it's a bottled beer called Homebrew. It's kind of cool. What are you reading? Uh, it's a card that was sent with it. Oh. It's to Mel. Should I read oh, it? Yeah, let, me, let me see. Oh, it's like a real personal. Did you mention this is made with rice and cane? Uh, what does that mean? Dear Mel, uh, it's honey brew time again. Hi, Chica. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you and Mr. Lamprey had a first crack at our new 12-ounce bottles rolling out in retail in four packs. Uh, cheers to a busy holiday. Hope to see you in Miami sometime soon. XO, 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 Jackie. That's a lot of episodes. Um yeah, they it's it's a great restaurant. That's where we made uh Steve, you were there. What did you do what did you do at Michael's Genuine? Come on, I was buddy. The juicer. 
Yeah. Juicer. Yeah, we made fresh. We like they like prepped. You're, you're drinking a warm beer. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. They are. Um, uh, they prepped their their drinks. The flavors come out when you drink it at room temp. So this is from ITV, and ITV, by the way, it, they produce a show called American Now. That's good. And American Now. Um, Do you want to try this? No, but we should probably take a picture of this, right? Yeah, before you destroy it. Yeah. Okay, hold on. This is like a stack of one, two, three, four, five, six. Can you hear me my phone? Where's my phone? Oh, here it is. I got it. Oh, Steve's on it. <laughs> uh, okay, so ITV produces a lot of stuff. And one of the shows they produce is called America Now. And some people listening know what this is. It's got a little burpee. And, um, and so I'm their um, cocktail expert. And so I'm, I'm doing segments uh, where I'm making drinks. And okay. I'm doing it in funny ways. And this is like all over the country. And like every major city has it. But it's syndicated, so like in, in L.A. it's on Fox at 3 p.m. And then it might be on in the, like Atlanta, it might be on at 5, and somewhere else it might be on at noon or in the morning or whatever. And it's uh, America Now, news that you can use. And they sent me a, uh, a packet. What are you doing? I'm messing with my levels. It's oh. Um, so was I loud? No. So they sent me this wonderful gift packet, which has got filled with chocolate. Ciardelli chocolate. I'll take that one. <laughs> no. Wait, it- they all have something in them? Yeah. There's like five of them. I'm taking this one. The wait, second, the second. I, sh- I should wait for the bottom box. I probably should have waited. Oh, I wow. want the second to it's the bottom. All, this is Chuck. <laughs> I call a second to the bottom. Chocolate pretzels. So, the crazy story about. I have to show you this. This is crazy. And Steve, you'll want to chime in on this. Um, so, I'm friends with Kobe Fleener, number eighty for the Indianapolis Colts. And so, when I was doing my um, uh, Nat Geo show, this guy shows up at one of the locations we're shooting in. He has a. Uh, Indianapolis Colts jacket, like a brand new, nice one. And I'm like, oh, I'm friends with Colby. Like, oh, my God. Can we take a picture? I'm like, yeah, do it. T- take a picture with me in the jacket next to you. I'm going to send it to Kobe. And I did. And then they – so then they said, can we take one as well? So they took a picture. This is so amazing. Who's they? The people who wore the, people, the jacket? The, the people, yeah. So, okay. so, like, the wife took a picture of the, of the husband and me, uh, in, and I'm wearing the jacket. It's, okay. nice. it's a nice photo. Yeah. Do you see that it's signed? Yeah. Okay. That's not my signature. Who's is it? They ha- they brought it and it had Kobe sign it. Really? So so Kobe Fleener signed a picture of, of me and this other guy in a in a Colts jacket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not even a picture of Kobe. How did that happen? I don't. It's amazing. What did they see Kobe? Um, they, they're they, they're they're Colts fans. So maybe he like after the games Didn't sometimes he signs signatures, ah. signs autographs and stuff like that. Um, that's amazing. Isn't that that's awesome? Awesome. Uh, okay, so box number three. Is uh whoa? This is uh, this is like a Giardelli. It's more Giardelli. You got you better get your your paws. I'm eating one of these pretzels. You can't stop me. I should probably. Oh, Gir- what is this? Hot chocolate? You don't need to take any of this to Mel. Don't think that. Here's no. Why don't I re-gift this to Mel? That'd be a. Ama- she would die. Why'd you open the bag, you fucker? She doesn't know how many pretzels were in there. There's still oh, more pretzels. Oh my god! I'm putting, she didn't know there was okay. three. I'm literally putting this back together and giving it to Mel because she's like a huge Giardelli's fan. Um, I gotta test it to make sure it's good enough for her. Give me one. Gonna now we gotta put the whole thing together. Wow, this is a great gift. Oh, so good. I'm so nice to Mel. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it free back. It's amazing. Um, anyway, so um, I have a quiz. I really want to know what's in the last couple boxes, though. Now I'm curious. You have to ask Mel. Damn it. Um, will work for beer. Program in Amsterdam pays workers with beer. Government-funded program in Amsterdam pays drinkers who clean the streets, who clean litter off the streets, and pays them with beer. This is basically paying homeless people to what keep... Is this? is this booze in the news? Yeah. Is Steve still there? <laughs> Steve, you there? Get him drunk. <laughs> I like it. Um, it started at 9. Okay, so this guy starts at 9. This is an average guy. Starts at 9. He's given two cans of beer. Um, he's given two more cans at lunch, and then at the end of the day, one more can of beer. No pay. Just, just beer. beer. So, so he's got a good buzz by the end of the five day. Five cans of beer? Mm-hmm. At least. It's not, it's not like, locked down. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm eating probably drink as much as they want. No, I don't think so, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, this is amazing. They also get lunch, half a packet of rolling tobacco, and ten euros a day. 
Where is this? Amsterdam. I'm moving. Um, they can drink the beer Wait, before. It's not. Yeah, it's not horrible. They can drink the beer before work, uh, and on lunch break, but not while they're while cleaning. Um, if it sounds like people would be, would be lining up for this job, they are. <laughs> it's so attractive. There's a long waiting list, waiting list to join. It may seem odd, but it's not the first of its kind. A similar beer for work system was tried in Canada and in the Netherlands. Three districts in Amsterdam are participating. The Rainbow, the Rainbow Foundation insists it purchased the alcohol for the program out of its own funds, not from the 80% of its financing that comes from the state. Um, and they said that they, as to what beer they use, whatever is the best deal they get. The cheapest, um, the most affordable. Cheapest. Or uh, are they drinking the beer during the day or do they take it home? Steve, you're going to have to pay for your flight over there, buddy. That would be amazing to actually do this job. Uh, as expected, reactions to the work have, have been mixed. Um, some people are labeling, labeling it a waste of money uh, in a city already known for drug use and its red light district, but the Rainbow Foundation sees it as a practical solution. If you just say, stop drinking and we'll help you, it doesn't work. Um, but if you say, I'll give you work for a few cans of beer, it works really well. That's it's amazing. Awesome. Positive it's amazing. reinforcement. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> what? Like, what? I'm, a, I'm not sure. Who is I that can, guy? I don't know. Um, Steve, how's your beard right now? I don't think you... Pretty good, pretty good. Do you have one? No. <laughs> I, I just shaved it. Have oh, you seen the picture? Uh, no. He's got a fat mustache right now. But he... Oh, of course, in December, Steve would have a mustache. Yeah, instead he's of doing it in November. <laughs> um, the Sim beard. Deci- he doesn't do a beard for Sim beard. Right, he does a mustache. He does a mustache. And yet his avatar <laughs> on his Twitter page is... Just his beard. <laughs> That's my beard right there. Oh, my He's Lord. He's known for his good decisions. Steve, you had that buddy of yours that was supposed to call me, who was maybe interested in monkey rum, and then the guy didn't even call. What's that about? I don't know. I think he was out of the country. I, I haven't seen him. I'll try and, uh, try and get him to give you a call. You told me to email him, and I emailed him, and then he, he didn't email me back. They don't have email in other countries? I don't, I don't know. No, he Whatever. must not be interested. Whatever. Um, okay, so the uh, we have a quiz happening right now. Okay. Um, Steve, your uh, your buzzin is mustache, and Josh, yours is uh, yours is beard. This is a beard quiz. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Yeah. Well, here it comes. Uh, what is the study of beards known as? Beard. Yes, Josh. Uh, beardology. It's not bad. It's not bad, but in fact, it is wrong. Steve, what do you? What's your guess? I would say follicology. Alcoholology. I'm gonna give it to Steve. What? It's poganology. But you oh, said poganology. Yeah, poganology. Oh yeah, yeah. He said like eight yeah. things. Yeah, Which one did you choose to give right. it to? I mean, but I it was. Say that. I wasn't sure. I'm just trying. Mine to had an ology too. I've been positively reinforcing this boob for like 15 years, <laughs> since college, since college. Oh, well, then it's your fault. It is my fault. Yeah. Um. All right. You're an, you're an enabler. The rate at which a beard grows is genetic, but it is also linked. Mustache. Yes, Steve. Yes, it's genetic. <laughs> But it is also linked to what other division of the human male physiology? Uh, beard. Mustache. Beard goes first. Fingernails. No, Steve. Um, I would Steve, say... Steve, Steve, you want to hear the choices? Oh, there's choices? Yeah, sure. The length of his nose, the rate of his heartbeat, the rate of his sexual activity, or the size of his wisdom teeth. Did I get another uh, chance? Wisdom teeth. That is... Did you buzz in, Steve? Mustache. Yes, yeah, Steve. Um, wisdom teeth. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. A uh, beard? Yeah. Steve. Uh, Nose? No. Sexual prowess. Sex drive. Yep, it's sex. Josh, you got that. Uh, Steve has... Steve is a very fertile right, beard. What did you, you say, Steve? No wonder I have 14 kids. <laughs> that you know of. Uh, if the average That's funny because ma- I was thinking, Steve grows an amazing beard. What does he do? What is it about him? His, I thought nose, no, his nose isn't that yeah. big. I don't know nothing about his but wisdom But he teeth. masturbates incessantly. And Constantly. that, and, and, I think, 
As far as your body knows, does your body know the difference between masturbation and having sex? I don't think it knows the difference. So it's like, wow. Like, you know, like, because your body is like this old thing. Like, wait, are we saying that if you masturbate more, you grow a beard faster? You're saying that, in fact. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm saying, so, I'm saying, does your body know the difference? With, what, Steve? Sorry. Is there a correlation between, like, uh, the rate of your hair growth and, I mean, semen production? Yeah, right. Basically. Really? And uh, my, my, my question is, your body, you just masturbated. Whew. Okay. You just had sex. Whew. Does your body know the difference? I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think it does. Okay. Uh, if I the, know the difference. If the, <laughs> if the average man never... Tr- now, this is whoever gets the closest. If the average man never trimmed his beard, how long would it grow in his lifetime? Beard. Mustache. Josh? Five feet. Steve? Twelve feet. So, Steve, you're not average, but you didn't trim your beard for about six... Oh, wait, what? Almost a year. Eight months, nine months. Eight months, and it was a monster, almost a foot long. Was it really? Well, I think so. <laughs> say like six Pretty inches. close. So I mean, anyway, so long. so Steve won. It's thirty feet. Really? If you want to see something disgusting, wow. just go in Guinness World Records, and you'll see those guys. Longest beard. Uh, how long was the longest beard ever recorded on a woman? <laughs> uh, beard. Yeah, foot and a half. Steve. Oh, on a woman? Yeah. It's 14 inches. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm at. Like an actual woman or like a woman that used to be a man? I'm reading the questions. Allie, do you have any more information on these? It's my beard right here. Oh, Allie's. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You're growing that for Christmas? Wow. What is the... Uh, Remembering the first question. Wait, what was the first question? The semen one? The the study of beards. What is it known as? Uh, question number five is, what term is used to describe the fear of beards? Oh, shit. Uh, beard. Yeah. Polynophobia. Uh, yes! The ding. Paganophobia. Paganophobia. Yeah. Uh, Steve, for the win, because this one's worth ten points. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, beards are the fastest growing hair on the human body. False. It's under your arm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> why do you say that? I'll tell you exactly why Steve says that. Because Steve has shaved his underarms. Really? Yeah. And, 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 he, and he's, no, he's watched them grow in. <laughs> and they get all prickly or something like what that. What is it, though? Oh, you just have no, to. No, 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 that was it. It was true. It's, no, Steve was wrong. You won. <clears throat> no, but what, was the, what is the fastest growing hair? It's on your face. The beard? Yeah. Awful. I'm Humiliating. Beard hair is the fastest growing hair on the body. Really? So it's true. Steve answered false. I'm assuming your answer is uh, face. No, true. Beard hair. It was true. A true. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna cow. have to go with true. So we are. Um, <laughs> we're. By the way, for people listening, we are um, working right now on improving the podcast. We're going to do some crazy stuff. Oh, I certainly hope so. <laughs> well, usually with our guests, we've had some really good, fun times with Steve. I guess we're not. I'm not drinking right now, and it's that's the difference right there. Yeah, get win the game, buddy, will you? Get win, the, get, get, win, get win the, the game. game. Get win yes. the game, man. Uh, Steve, what are your uh, holiday plans? Uh, um, not too much. Christmas is uh, for Exciting. the kids. Santa Claus and uh, lots of food. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you dress up like Santa Claus and you just shaved your beard off. You (laughs) douching closer? No, I put a I put a fake beard on. Oh, oh, like oh, you mean like your wife? Yeah, it's gonna be great. No, like you're like me. That's me saying that your wife is your beard because you're gay and you're hiding it. Yes, exactly. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's just yeah. I so do not miss that. Stinking beard. I don't it's think amazing. Why'd you again. keep the mustache? I kept it for a minute and took a picture and then shaved it. Oh, thank so God. It's awful. horrible. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I have a beard more than Steve does. Well, you're also obsessed with facial hair. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think exactly. It's, you do love facial hair. I think it's, what, do you, what do you call it? Because that? I think it's funny. Facial hair. Paganonologist. <laughs> Paganonologist. Um, yeah, you need to go see one of those. I do. The um, uh, it's just it's just it really baffles me. It really does that Steve, um, 
that I, he Steve was Steve when 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 we were doing three sheets, you were working at a gas station. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Selling, oh. selling, selling. What? Yeah, I guess it's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, his dad did own it, but that's where Steve worked, and he had like graveyard shifts and crap like that. And he wasn't he wasn't the owner. His and dad I think, gave him graveyard shifts. I don't think his. That's how terrible his, of an employee he was. I don't know. Steve and his <laughs> Steve's dad's kind of mean. Um, and. Oh. And, and Steve, it wasn't like, oh, Steve, when I retire, you'll get the store. I don't know. Because he, no. did, he didn't end up retiring. He sold the store, and then he bought, like, a speedboat down in Key West. Oh, yeah, I know about that. Right. I hear and about so, that And so week. Steve got nothing. And then the hurricane. No, that's not true. He gets freed speedboat rides. He doesn't. Really? He doesn't. Pay for the speedboat, Because too? we went down there, and his dad, what, there was a hurricane. That came through and like destroyed the boat. So someone bought the company and like re you know fixed the boats up or whatever it was. And Steve's dad is now now someplace else. So Steve's dad is not <laughs> helping back, Steve. Back in the store, he owns the store again. He bought it from the so person. Far. Well, he he actually never sold it. He he um, he his brother like tried to take it over, but it just didn't work. So he took it back. Yeah, because your dad's mean. <laughs> he's mean <laughs> yeah. to his son. I guarantee he's mean to his brother. Um, all right, exactly. so. So then, Steve, when you started doing uh, Drinking Meat Easy, where were you? Um, I, I don't remember. I think I was in New York. I no, in New York. You were, no, you were not in New York. You're not in New York. You were... No, I was. Oh, oh, upstate, oh yeah, upstate, yeah upstate, New upstate New York. New York. Upstate New York. And what, and what were you doing? Um, no, just uh, the restaurant business. Well, yeah, you, didn't have a, you had a restaurant with you and three buddies, and it flooded, and... Yeah, not much. Not much. Okay. Pretty, no. So that, that that is that's what I I throw back at Steve when when we were doing drinking middies and he wanted to, to renegotiate for like you know the salary of one of the entourage stars or something like that. <laughs> um, and, and so, um, but it just confused. It just baffles me because I said, Steve, we got to we have to reinvent you. And he didn't really have a beard at the time, but every now and then he would his, he would and it would be funny. Like he's, but not, nothing big. And I said, you know, we can't. I actually never had a beard before the show. But you had scruff sometimes. Yeah, scruff. And so, well, he's got scruff after he shaves. Well, that's so. what I'm saying. So you know that he's yeah, got, a, he's got an amazing he, foundation, foundation for beards. Yeah. And so I said, rather than you coming on the show and just like two regular looking guys, uh, and then Mark Ryan, why <laughs> why would we like why not why don't you do something that makes you different? Why don't you wear have a beard, have a beard? So he started growing his beard. Then we yeah. came up with the sunglasses somehow, and. Uh-huh. And and like you were like gonna sit at the bar and and you we, we gave you sunglasses and he kept losing them when we were doing drinking made easy so he ended up wearing like five different pairs. Remember the ones from Richmond? Those stupid like blue haze, yeah, 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 like yeah, hippie yeah. glasses. Yeah, got him. and that yeah they were horrible. Oh, he lost us, thank God. And then uh, we talked to Spy uh, for season two and then got him a pair of spies. Actually, like probably ten pairs of spies because he kept losing them. And so we right. basically set it up and then and then uh, and a cap. Yeah, that stupid beanie. And a beanie. Where did the beanie come from? And so, and so Steve... Wait, what's he call it? He calls it a took. Took? What do you call Duke. it? Took. So, so very quickly, it, it ended up being that Steve McKenna was a uh, beard, sunglasses, and a toque. And people, like, I would, I would dare, dare say uh, at least 100 people have been Steve McKenna on Halloween. Yeah, that's They put true. a beard, uh, the hat, sunglasses. I will say that somebody bought his beard... On eBay, yes, yep. For an right. how much? Extremely, how much? Five hundred bucks? No, more. I think six. I forgot five hundred, four hundred. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, no, I met that guy. He was uh pretty. He was nice. Was he? Did he have buyer's remorse? Oh, he should have. If he didn't, no, what did he, he was drinking at the time. If he thought it was the best. Drinking while he was eBaying. <laughs> what, what? What did he do with it? What did I don't he know. Do I think he it? put it in a case or something. So anyway, and people, and then he has to explain who Steve McKenna is, um, and so, but it's not like, it's, but Steve could also he could grow, it, he could grow another beard. Like for example, you shaved the other day, Steve. You could have yeah. sold, you could have sold that too. I'm just saying, if you, you know, but that just money. goes to show how you know, important honestly, the beard is. The beard, to him. It's, it's all white now. The entire thing is white, so like what? Grandpa White. So it's so weird. So then dye it, except for my mustache. Then, then let it grow. That's cool Who looking. Cares? So the point is, be a calico. is we established Steve as a look. And I can be walking in through, through the airport and I get no looks. But when I walk through with Steve, with the beard, everyone who's ever even seen Drinking Made Easy, 
like just like boom, they, their eyes go right to us. They're like, hey, is Steve. Oh, and Zane. It's never. But when I'm walking through, I'm I'm very unremarkable. I don't I don't stand out. But with when I'm with Steve, it's like we get noticed every time we're together. Every time doesn't matter where where it is, even like internationally. And uh, and so and so, what does he do? Take this like notoriety that we built for him, and um, he he shaves. Maybe can I? Yeah, please, please do something. His yeah. time I'm, in the I'm spotlight my and I hate it. is very stressful. So he feels like he's got to take a break from <laughs> yeah. all that fame. Yeah. So he shaves his beard off to get away. Steve? Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's so, I can't even walk down the street. <laughs> he's literally complained. Like, we've been like, oh, he's like, oh, man, I can't go down. There's some fans over there. No. Oh, really? Oh, Steve. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, wow. Steve. That's the fun part. I can't go in this, this well, bar. I can't go in this bar because there's fans there, man. That's what makes him prime time. Oh, stop it. I've never said that. Steve in prime time. We had, we, we, I said something like, hey, you know Steve's nickname? I was asking somebody who was in an interview, and they said, and, and Steve overheard me, and the guy's like, no. He's like, oh, you're talking about primetime? I'm like, Steve, <laughs> what has anyone ever called you primetime? Captain, hey, baby. Captain Dumbbeard, one in ten. One in ten because one out of ten things he says. If you, sleeves. If you, if you were, sleeves is my favorite. Sleeves is a good story. You guys got to try my new uh, energy drink. Hello. Uh, still on? Yeah, uh, Steve. If you okay, get it. you know what, Steve? Go ahead. We'll, yeah. we'll end on this. Go ahead. Open it up. I got um, I got this new uh, energy drink. It's okay. IQ at IQ Energy and Memory. Okay. What's it the, improves your memory by ninety four percent? Okay. And reduces fatigue by eighty three percent. Okay. It actually makes you smarter, Steve. So so it's so it's yours. This is your drink. No, I'm the spokesman. Oh, you're a spokesman. What are you, you getting? You getting paid well? Yeah. Are they paid? Are they paid? Are they are, are they giving you free free bottles of, of the drink? Yeah, I'm, I can't put the stuff down. <laughs> are any of these claims approved by the FDA? I'm not sure. <laughs> what are the active ingredients? Crack cocaine. Hold on, let me go. I'm in the cave. No, the no, no, no. If you're the spokesperson. You're the spokesperson. You don't know what's in it. Uh, it's got. 50,000 times the recommended daily allowance of vitamin B. That sounds oh. dangerous. 50,000? That sounds dangerous. 50, That's a lot. Okay. That's less than 1% sodium. So let me so wait, hold on a second. So this company, this it's called IQ. They know more yes. about how what like it's all natural. Steve, this company knows more about vitamin intake than the federal government. No, I, I'm sure it's approved. Hold on, let me see. It's got a C on there, right? Approved. What else? What else is in it? Fifty thousand times. Oh God, I can't even pronounce this stuff. Fifty thousand times. One so, can. Steve. Yeah, like the factory. Novaline. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that sounds oh, yeah. noble. Yeah, yeah, sure. Natural. That wasn't invented. Grows on vines. Acetylene. Steve. Acetyltyranine. I guess I need glasses. Yeah, or a, or, a, or a welding torch. Something. Keep out of reach of children. <laughs> <laughs> Do not take if you're pregnant or nursing or under 12 years of age. Okay, so it's take- Steve. It's quite simple. It's very simple. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have you yeah. on the show n- next year. And Allie, remember to do this, please. And she maybe you need some of the drink, Allie, so you remember it. But we're gonna have we're gonna have Steve take a uh, 25 question quiz. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna take 50 questions and we're gonna randomize them. So. So 25 and 25, and completely random questions, and, and we'll try to even make them even, like, whatever. Or, no, just, no, random, completely random. And then we'll have Steve take 25, a 25-question 25 quiz without having drank this acetylopropophene. Uh, <laughs> and then... and then IQ, IQ. I know. And then we'll give you... I'm assuming that they're saying it makes you smarter. He just said it makes you 94% smarter. No, he said... Just, Eighty-three percent. Ninety improves memory. Ninety-four percent. Ninety. Is that double my IQ? Ninety-four percent. That doubles your memory. No, it sounds like it drops it by six percent. <laughs> um, so you're saying it doubles your memory. So what if you you like study for a test while taking it, and you take the test, you need to re-drink it to re-drink the information. Sounds like a magic potion. Uh, I, I, uh, let me see. It doesn't say that on the label. Well, uh, Steve, oh, okay. Steve. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you twenty-five questions. Without okay. having drank it. And then we're going to give you time to drink. What do you want? Two two bottles? One bottle? Two bottles? One? No, no. One a day. Actually, I'm on one and a half right now. But anyway, one a day, they say. 
You know, he, he if said, you drink two, that's a hundred. Wait, he, go, he just goes, I'm, he goes, I'm on one and a half right now. And what was that? What was that mumble? What was that that you didn't want to say? You have diarrhea? I don't, I'm, no, 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 no. It's good. I mean, I shouldn't be. I just cracked one, but I shouldn't be drinking it, so I just put it back. Why? I want to get a hundred thousand times. That, that's quite a B twelve shot. Steve, uh, why don't you think that you can drink two cans of it? I don't think you should do that. That would be overdoing it. You only need one. I know, but if it's Steve, do they sell one. that out here? They sell it in California. Um, I don't think so. What now, so. now, Steve? New- you're the spokesperson. Are they are they based well, out of Richmond? I haven't Richmond? all the details yet. We have a, it's not a so then you're not the spokesperson. <laughs> you, if you don't know about the product, then you're not the spokesperson for it. That's how it works. Yeah, I don't, I don't have all the info yet. You should literally be able to answer the questions as better than the owner. Essentially, be able to like you know at least do it with more personality, but have all the information. Sell it. You gotta sell it. Not approved by the Food and Drug Administration. Is that what it says on the bottle? Yes. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. It'll, I mean, 50,000 times your vitamin these, D intake is fine. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> so it must be approved. No. But maybe approved no, it doesn't, no, it doesn't say approved. It doesn't say FDA, FDA approved. It's not FDA approved. Is it say, does it say pending approval? No. Why does it say does, that? Does it, does it say... Oh, well, you know them because you know all these people. Did they, did they tell you that they submitted it for approval? I think actually they did say it is approved. But but we, we're going to lose him in this, this job. I know. They're going to fire him after this. But if you take someone like Steve who's 1 in 10, technically we should be calling him 2 in 10, which is 1 in 5. That's that's because that's about 94. That's 100% right there. That's about 94% about. Are you saying if he drinks one of these, he becomes 2 in 10? Yeah, which is 1 in 5. Oh, he's 1 in 5 now. Yeah, that's what we're talking to 1 in 5. That's amazing. If he was 3 in 10, he'd be like almost like one third. <laughs> The one and I'm three. Send you guys the case for the office. You know, I'll drink one. I'll drink one. I drink Red Bull. I'll take one. Can't kill me you the will. first time. You're gonna blow. So, t- well, listen, we had a party last week at the Fat Dragon. We had a, an IQ party. I we're ending, and <sighs> I they they paid me to be there and passed passed out the product, and we made some cocktails with it. Oh, hold on, it really Steve, wait, hold on, stop, 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 Steve. I think you. I think there's a mistake. You said you're the spokesperson. It sounds like you're a cocktail waitress. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, I that, was a, I was I was drinking and passing uh, out IQ. To he's everyone. a shot girl. You are, oh yeah, well, you're the shot girl. Okay, shot fine. Girl. Yeah, yeah. Because I because I I've definitely bought drinks for the shot girl before. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're so you're a shot girl. Yeah, shot girl. <laughs> no, I'm not a shot girl. He told me he you. told me what he got paid, and it's not like Steve. You, if you get paid to go and do one event, you're not a spokesperson. Which, by the way. By the way, they I they want me to be their spokesperson. I I, I think I, I think that that a yet. company like, for example, Monkey Rum, when it gets up and rolling next next year, I'm definitely going to have Steve be a spokesperson because Steve is a mini celebrity, and I always say mini because he's, de- he's. But you're small. not going to depend on him to. I'm not going to depend on him to give out information, okay. but he he can be the guy like like a personality. And then there's someone else that can say, like, someone's like, hey, Steve, where can I get that? And Steve would be like, talk to that guy. Talk to that guy in the tie. Talk to that guy in the tie. But, like, I, I, I think if someone made Steve a spokesperson, I think it'd be a very good thing. I think, I think Steve would be a great spokesperson. He's, he's, he messes up shit all the time, but he's charming about it. Yeah, as long as he doesn't have, yeah. like, real responsibility. Well, you gotta be. You gotta be what? Well, I'm hoping this stuff improves my memory, and then I won't mess up so much. So we'll see well, how that happens. That won't be quite as fun. Um, all right, Steve. Steve, uh, you know I'll give you a call on Christmas Day, but uh, for the purposes of our listeners, I won't talk to you until next year. Okay. So well, don't work too hard. Keep it in your sneaker. You got it, buddy. All right. Thanks. Bye. What and what does that mean? Keep it, <laughs> keep in, your it sneaker? in your sneaker. What does that even mean? I have no idea. All right. Never heard that before. That was it, Josh. That wraps up a a year for the whole year for the year right there. And next year we're gonna start. We're gonna start bigger and better. I can't believe a whole year went by already. I know. How many shows have you guys done? Like fifty? You and Dan. Um, I don't know when Dan and I started, but I definitely have done. I did fifty-two this year. That's crazy. No, I didn't because I was traveling for a lot of them. Yeah, but you're doing two a week now. I am because I'm back, but not for long. <laughs> Remember to go to Drinking Made Easy. This is for people who are still listening. Oh. Yeah. Remember to go to drinkingmeetsy.com right now. To Wait, is this like a hidden track? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. To click on store 
and you can go and buy things. And we literally, uh, I'm not going to lie to you right now. Is there anything left? There's a lot left. Okay. There are thousands of games left. There are thousands of polos left. There are thousands of... Wait, the black polo with the silver monkey? Yeah. Those are nice. Those are th- there's, got three there are thousands, thousands of hats left. Because we thought we were getting another... We were getting picked up for Drinking Made Easy because it was the number one new series or, you know, on HDNet. On HDNet. And all of a sudden they changed and we're like, huh? So I was all prepared for the next year and I, I got I to gotta admit, I, I order a lot of stuff. So now the prices on there are like ridiculous. The hat that was literally twenty nine ninety nine, the the bottle opener hat, yeah, is now nine ninety nine. Really? And the t shirts, uh, drinking made easy t shirts, were uh, are nine ninety nine. Holy crap! Yeah. And then the most expensive. You made me pay twenty bucks for that thing. The most expensive t shirt. The most expensive t shirt on there is 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 uh, fourteen ninety nine. Oh, and ev- everything on there is, is reduced. So we I, and and it's not like the store is closing. It's just I want to liquidate the whole the whole store, uh, and then buy new stuff. We got new year. stuff coming out, right? It's a, it's in there too. It's in there too. Yeah, and it's and it's, and it's also a reduced price. So um, for everyone everyone listening, please please have a safe and happy holiday. Um, I shouldn't need to say this, but just don't don't drink and drive. Yeah, you can okay. drink, and you can drive. But but do but them do, do this separately. You should drink and nap. Probably you should drive and then drink and then nap and then sleep, like and a then, full night of sleep, and then wake up and then and then and then. That's a good. That's a good. Take call. a taxi home and then drive home. But you know, you know what you're going out to do. Just prepare. That's all. That's it. It's this. It's just unsafe. I, I could sit here and tell you. I, I've known numerous people who who've had relatives, very people close to me, relatives die in DUI accidents, and it's just like. You know, and there's so many options out there now. There to are. Get home. I Uber everywhere. Uber is amazing. Uber I've been everywhere. using your Uber. I mean, I've been using. Wait a my- second, you <laughs> fucker! I gotta take that off your phone now. Change, no, change my it. password. That's so awesome. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's I, I. That's available for all my employees to Uber uh, wherever they want to go, and uh, and I think other companies should adopt that. It's really it's 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 very small. It's a very small price to pay for a safe holiday season. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good one. We'll see you or talk to you, talk at you next year. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!